Hi everyone, welcome back for another podcast of EGOs. My name is Rochelle Kernan and today on the line I have Autumn Hagsma. She is currently a research scientist at Battelle, which is located in Columbus, Ohio. Hi, how are you doing this morning? Or this afternoon, actually? <laughs> Good. I'm excited to be here. Good. Actually. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on board. I'm really excited to to hear more about you and just more what you do. It's um, Your role is really amazing and fascinating. I've seen a lot about you um, just on social media and with our professional societies lately. So it's been a pleasure getting to know you a little bit better. Um, to start off today, can you give our audience a little bit more information about uh, where you're from, where you grew up, and if there's something that influenced you uh, while you were growing up? Sure. Uh, so I'm from a small town called Otsego. It's mm -hmm. uh, in southern Michigan, uh, outside of Kalamazoo. Mm -hmm. um, generally, if, if I was on the video, I'd probably hold up my hand and, <laughs> and point to where I was from. That's a, a true sign of a Michigander there. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I grew up there. Um, said small town. Um, I uh, the first in my family to go to college. Um, mm -hmm. Neither of my parents went to college, um, and um, not a, not a lot of exposure to the earth sciences mm -hmm. in, in general. Yeah, growing up. So um, when when we're talking about influencing me growing up, I think it's a there's a, there's a lot. Um, so I my so my dad works at a, a factory, and he's very um, engineering mindset, mm -hmm. and uh, he's always been fascinated by science fascinated by technology and he's always kind of kept that around and I think mm -hmm. really is what probably got me interested in science to begin with um he'd always keep like popular science magazines around and and we'd read up on those or you know we'd watch you know shows on like the history channel or <laughs> things sure. like that go to museums um so he was very encouraging and supporting of that um and then on the the other spectrum um, my mom, she is just this, this wonderful, like free spirits, uh, very hippie. Like mm -hmm. she always has just the most beautiful crystals and rocks around the house. Oh, cool. Uh, so that, so my introduction to rocks was, was through that rather than <laughs> through like a classroom or, or anywhere else. So I, I very much had these, um, I think two big influences in my life, somebody that was very interested in, in that science and then somebody that was like, oh, look at how beautiful this is and mm -hmm. very curious where did it come from and how did we get it and and, and things like that. And I, I think both of those have really uh, um, formed my interest yeah. growing up. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that with us. That's, that's amazing. That's a really cool way to to become familiar with rocks and geology and the earth. So when you um, left home, where did you end up doing your undergrad? And then um, could you tell us a little bit more about what your degrees are in and maybe a story about the career path that you've taken thus far? Absolutely. Uh, so I left home and went about two and a half hours north. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's still it still pretty close, but I think uh, far enough that I felt like I was getting that independence 
yeah. uh, that experience. Uh, so I went to Central Michigan University for my undergrad. Uh, I initially started out with a major in astrophysics oh, wow. as I was very interested in studying space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I actually have a, a completed physics major um, along with a geology major. And, and I think that is probably one of my, my favorite stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that um, necessarily un- unique as I hear from a lot of folks in geology that they, they found geology in college, you know, along the way, uh, and not something they went in, into college knowing that they wanted to do. Uh, so I went straight into college knowing exactly what I wanted to do, and I was going to be an astrophysicist. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so <laughs> I, I got started really great in my physics classes, um, signed up on my astrophysics tract, um, started out with uh, astronomy courses, and uh, some, somewhere along the way we were doing um, a whole session on uh, the planets, mm-hmm. and all, I kept having all of these questions for my poor professor at the time, um, <laughs> and he just had to keep fielding them because he didn't know. You know, I was asking all these geology-related questions, like, well, how did that happen? Like, mm-hmm. where where did that come from? And, and what what type of process made that feature on that planet or that moon? And um, I just remember at one point, you know, you could tell that he was getting kind of tired <laughs> of these types of questions. And he goes, Autumn, you need to go down the hall across to the next building. The two buildings were connected through this little walkway. And you need to go find uh, Dr. Benison she studies um, Mars geology. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay, <laughs> I'll I'll do that. And you know, I reached I reached out to Dr. Benison, and I had a discussion with her, and and she was you know very very wonderful to talk to, and just really excited that somebody would be interested in in Mars geology, and and then she got me to sit down with the dean at um, of the geology department, and. We sat together for, I don't even know how long, it was probably a good couple of hours, and he worked so hard to convince me to come to geology. Mm -hmm. And um, at the end of that conversation, I said, look, if I'm interested, okay, I I would love to do this, but at that time I was a junior, and I was already three years into my degree. I said, if you can show me that I can complete a geology degree with only adding one extra year to my undergrad, then I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And he kind of lit up. He's like, all right. He pulls out all the books and we sat there and mapped out all the classes and came up with a two-year plan. Um, it's like, okay, I'm sold. I'm going to complete my physics degree and have a geology degree. And we made it happen. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> um, and then with with both of those, with both physics and geology, I got exposed to research early on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was part of a nuclear physics research program, uh, and that is part of, uh, it's called MONA, and later became known as Mona Lisa, so it's the Modular Neutron Array, oh, cool. and that was actually through Michigan State University mm-hmm. at the time. Um, so my physics advisor worked on research there, so I was first introduced into nuclear physics research, um, and then when I added on geology, I started working with Dr. Benison um, to look at some some thin sections and do some petrography work on um, uh, these acid saline 
lakes out of Australia, which was very interesting mm-hmm. um, as like a Martian analog. Yep. Uh, so from from there, I moved out to Michigan for mm-hmm. grad school. Yep. I hopped over to University of Minnesota, um, right there in Minneapolis, and uh, I got my master's degree in geophysics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was a great merger of my, my two backgrounds of physics and geology. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, from there, I went straight to Battelle. Okay. Um, so my, my final year uh, in Minnesota, I was pregnant with my, my first child. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was this kind of a blur of... Um, I had finished my classes, uh, I was writing my thesis, yeah. and then I had to defend my thesis. And then it, in all of that already chaos, it was applying for every job in sight. Yep. Um, and then I stumbled across Battelle, mm-hmm. and it was very exciting. And I, I was so excited to have found uh, a research position and something um, that at the time I hadn't no knowledge of, which yep. is uh, CCUS, so yep. carbon capture, utilization, and storage. It was nothing I heard about before that interview process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. So then um, how far after you started working did you have your first child? Was it right away? Uh, so I my so I had my son at the end of grad school, and he okay. was about six months old when I started Battelle. Wow. So... That's <laughs> he amazing. Was, uh, he was still young, mm-hmm. and then uh, a few years later, I had my my second child. She is now three, Aww. and and then we were you know crazy enough to have one more, oh. and she just turned one. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so amazing! You're like literally a super mom. I love that <laughs> so much. I didn't realize you had three kids at home. That's amazing. <laughs> definitely something to be proud of and like to that I find to be so inspiring like for the for our generation and the one behind us I know I remember a time it's been a while now but it was sort of I remember people telling me like oh you really have to be careful and all this stuff like people will think that you're not serious about your career if you do if you have yeah. start having kids to you know not at the right time or whatever and it was just terrible this is this is a while ago now like 10 years 10 15 years ago but like I'm just so happy that you know you di- you're literally doing it all that's amazing and I you know I hope that if anyone listens in on this that they will um, be encouraged that they they can do and have it all you know that yeah that was one one thing i I grew up thinking was that, I mean, I, I've always been interested in science. Mm-hmm. I thought that I would have to sacrifice that part of my life yep. and, and to be able to have a successful career as a scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy to say that I was wrong. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what we were my told. younger self wrong. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's what we were told when we were yeah. little. Like it was still the eighties and nineties and like, that's just what people told you. Yeah. 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 Cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's super inspiring. Um, so you had already mentioned that you are in uh, the CCUS uh, ener- or part of the energy sector. What do you like most about um, this specific field, especially right now, since it's definitely on a lot of people's radar going forward? 
Yeah, it's it's certainly a hot topic now. I, I think what I like the most about it is that it's a very integrated science mm-hmm. and field. Um, so I you know, regularly work with uh, people with all different disciplines and different backgrounds, um, different types of geologists, um, chemistry, geochemistry, engineers, civil engineers, petroleum engineers. It's it's this full spectrum um, type of integrated team that is needed for CCUS. Um, so with that being said, I'm, I'm always learning something new. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I love that. I don't like to be stagnant. I don't like to be still. Um, and so I'm always pleased that I can pick up something new or, or go ask somebody, hey, can you explain this to me? I, I have no idea what this how this works or how this does, you know, what this is. And um, so my mind is always engaged. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so, that's really great to hear. Um, do you, right now, um, do you foresee any new trends or development in what you're doing at the moment? And maybe how this could uh, change in the next year as we come out of uh, the pandemic, maybe in five years or perhaps in 10 years where you see all this potentially going? Oh, absolutely. I think that CCUS will continue to not only grow, but become a, a very important field. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're starting to hear more and more of, of companies, of states, of countries, on all different levels that are committing to uh, being carbon neutral by 2050, by 2040. Uh, some I even read as early as 2030. It's, mm-hmm. it's become almost like this, this competition, this race. It's who can get there soonest. Mm-hmm. Um, and no matter what route you take, CCUS is a critical path yeah. to reach those goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think more folks are accepting that and recognizing that and that it, it will continue to grow and be, become an important part of the geosciences. Absolutely. And just for maybe our non-scientific listeners that are out there, um, the CCUS is really important because it's one of our main strategies going forward to combat climate change. So it's literally, I, I'll let you tell people what um, what it is since you're an expert. Sure. So, so you know, CCUS, it's the, the carbon capture, utilization, and storage. Uh, so that is using capture technology thus is the name, to capture mm-hmm. CO2 from these, these large sources, um, such as uh, coal-fired power plants, um, other sources of, of power, like ethanol plants. These are all viable ways that we can capture that CO2 and prevent it from going into the atmosphere. Uh, but when we capture it, then we have to do something with it. So there's different ways that you can do it. That's the, the utilization in the, in the term and also the storage in the term. Uh, so we can put that CO2 into deep geologic formations where it will be permanently and safely stored for millions of years, geologic mm-hmm. time scale. Um, but we can also use it in different ways. And, and with the geologic sciences, one of those ways is for enhanced oil recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it helps mobilize that oil uh, <clears throat> that was previously had, you know, difficulties flowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even from there, there, there are other ways that are outside of my expertise. Once you move away from the geology side of it a bit is that that people are exploring um, different ways to use CO2 um, to make products to, to become a new product there's 
all sorts of exciting science out there right now. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I just, I love it so much because as a scientist, I feel like climate change is something that we've been learning about since, I mean, for me, I first learned about it, I think in <laughs> high school, like my first college courses, it was always very presented to me and was something that was always factual, like in, within my scientific, my scientific knowledge and to see it for so many years, kind of like people didn't think it was real and the politics didn't, you know, really allow it to, to be viewed in a certain way. But then now to all of a sudden, like, see this just break out. Oh, I'm just, I'm so grateful and so excited. Yes. I mean, I, I've always kind of felt like we were never doing enough. I've always been very um, environmentally conscious. Even when I was little, I remember like seeing pollution and just being so upset by it and stuff like that. So it's always definitely always struggled with like, you know, people or countries, every governments that don't take care of the environment. But now to actually see that it's being taken seriously and, you know, the oil companies are really starting to catch on. It's just very encouraging. I'm so happy because I feel like it's, we're really starting to go in the right direction for like the greater good of like the whole earth. Yes. You know, it's not just about, you know, the U.S. and all this waste and having the best of everything. You know, it's just, it's like Absolutely. taking a little bit better care of the world around you. So yeah, I think, I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. And I'm, I'm so excited for you. So would you say that right now, are you currently in your dream job or your dream role? Um, or do you feel like you might still be building towards something going forward with your career? Well, I, I'm hoping that I'm always still building and, and towards something. Mm -hmm. um, as I said, I don't, I never want to, to really be still and, and, and stay in the same position. I always want to be learning and growing and, and moving towards something. Um, if you ask what, you know, if I see where I see myself in five years, let's go with, you know, yeah. uh, a job interview question there is, um, <laughs> yes, I still see myself doing what I'm doing now, mm -hmm. but taking on more responsibility and more leadership skills. Absolutely. Um, if, if I look out 10 years from now, I really see myself moving towards academia mm -hmm. and I would, I would love to be a professor mm -hmm. one day, um, and helping to um, produce that next generation of geoscientists mm -hmm. where um, the, maybe the CCUS is really integrated mm -hmm. or sustainability is really integrated into those new programs, but also being able to maintain that research and continue to be involved and learn new things. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I would definitely send my kids to wherever you're <laughs> teaching. <laughs> please keep in touch <laughs> the kids that I don't have yet either. So <laughs> no, that's great. I'm, I'm really happy and I'm so glad that like our, our field, um, whether it be geology, physics, geophysics, all of that is, you know, on the sustainability train, I, I really, I'm just so happy to see it. Um, I know that the traditional way about going about things is still definitely good and sound, but just, uh, to be more integrated and to be thinking of the societal impacts of like why we're studying things and what we do and um, all that I think is really good. Um, do you have any advice for somebody who is currently building towards their dream? 
my my advice is to to reach out to folks that are maybe doing something that you're interested in mm-hmm. um and that can be within your organization it could be outside of your organization which i would strongly encourage and um through um through an organization like uh, like you and I are both involved in uh, AAPG, so for those listening, American Association of Petroleum Geologists, um, I have found that experience incredibly rewarding mm-hmm. with the, with the networking, yeah, um, with the mentoring, and and with the with the education part that comes with it too. Um, so as you are figuring out what even if you're trying to figure out what you want to do, where you want to go, getting involved in an organization like that exposes you to a whole network of people and you get to see um, a variety of different career paths and different options. And that will hopefully help you hone in on, on what you're interested in. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really good advice. Um, I totally agree. It's, I, I find that once you start sort of networking like out of your like immediate the immediate obvious things, it's like you start yeah. making all these connections and it's like, oh my gosh, like I can go do this like in a completely different place or location and like has a different maybe um, application. But yeah. it, it's just amazing. I'm always so surprised with um, what I find and the type of people and the work that they're doing. And there's so many talented people so many different sectors it's not just oil and gas or like you know you're on the um because is Patel is it like a government or is it um a corporation I guess I don't even really know uh, so Patel is a nonprofit. nonprofit. it's actually the world's largest nonprofit research and development company okay uh, so so I do a lot of government work um, mm-hmm. we apply for you know government uh grants and funding and and that's a big part of what i do uh, but there's also a lot of uh, commercial parts of that where we're directly hired um, by a company to solve some problems sure. and um, outside of my my group which is the energy sector uh, there is a whole lot that patel does that even i don't even know the full mm-hmm. extent of it but um I know they they were involved quite a bit with uh, the development of like um, the COVID nineteen testing. Mm. They made these um, decontamination units. So the if you I don't know if you heard that on the news, that was a big thing that they put out last year was these large decam- decontamination units that were able to like fill them up with used masks and decontaminate them so they can be used again. Oh wow! Um, okay, because we were so having those the were, PPEs shortages. Yes, so that's yes. what, okay. Wow. Yeah. So those were deployed all over the country um, and then involved with the development of vaccines. So, so, I mean, that, that clearly was a a very focused part of last year for Battelle, but there, there's all sorts of aspects. We have an environmental group as Mm -hmm. well. um, And and they do a lot with um, like tracking contaminants and um, evaluating groundwater Mm -hmm. and pollution, things like that. Cool. That's so great. I had no idea they were a nonprofit. That seemed mind blowing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for sharing that with us. Um, and then lastly, do you have any tips or tricks what you do to maintain your happiness and your success? Yes, that's a that's a big one. 
Um, mm. Especially with that, that work-life balance. Yeah. Right? You want want to be successful in your career, uh, but you also need to be successful in your personal life. Yeah. Uh, so figuring out how, what works for you, it's going to be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but one thing that I, I really like to do, you know, besides, you know, spending, you know, time with my family, um, I love to create and uh, make art. Uh, mm-hmm. So I always try to set some time away I try to do it once a week, but sometimes that slips. <laughs> um, mm. But it, to get down in my craft room and, and just create and unwind, um, I, I hike twice a week, mm-hmm. so I, I have that set time, and I find that works best for me. If I if I set some de- designated times for myself, say Tuesday morning, I'm hiking from this time to this time, so I'll be on my work computer a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps me stay, you know physically and mentally healthy. Um, and um, as part of uh, actually the mentoring program mm-hmm. that, that you're involved with, yeah. um, being hooked up with, with a mentor there, she gave me just some wonderful advice that I, I'm happy to to pass on to everybody. And, and the way she described it to me just really hit home and it's um, setting your personal policies mm-hmm. and, and not breaking those policies. And to me, it's like, Yes, that's that's exactly what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so through the last couple of months of interacting with her, I, I've put a lot of thought into what I want my personal policies to be, okay. um, so, such as I'm hiking during these times, so I'm off my computer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> or my day ends at this time, and then I am with my family. Yeah. Um, so setting that policy for myself, but also for my my colleagues to. Um, to not be interrupted and be dedicated to my family when I'm with my family. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's really good. Uh, oh, I know your mentor because I'm in, and I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> I'll have to send her a link and just be like, "You were in this." <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's really good, and it's it's just so important um, to to say no to things that aren't a part of your policy, what, you know, to you and to not necessarily feel guilty about it or, cause I, I guess mm-hmm. I noticed like in my life when I've maybe bent those policies a little bit, it's like, oh, I should, you know, there could be this or I should just, you know, and then I always end up regretting it. Like, yes. like almost every single time. And it, it's not that I regret necessarily like you know saying yes but it's it's just that I feel like I kind of like I kind of hurt myself a little bit by not sticking to those policies so absolutely yeah you, you sacrifice your time or yeah. or you know you increase your stress when you don't need to and yeah. yeah absolutely well thank you so much for meeting with me it was a pleasure to talk to you and I'm so pr- so proud of everything you've done you've been so inspiring um to our community at AAPG and we're so glad that you're a part of it so thank you and um yep I look forward to seeing you around it'll be nice when we can all get back to um things being not being 100% virtual (laughs) we actually meet all these new people that we've you know encountered on the zoom over the last year year and a half so Yes, I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much, Autumn. I hope you have a great day.
Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.